The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I have to say, first let's let's do this. Let, let's just tell you uh, a little update on our ESPN bracket challenge. And as Coach Mike laughs. Because he's not sinking, having, sinking not like having, a rock. Yeah, not having a good good bracket. It's okay, man. I had a good first weekend. I mean, that's... you're gonna you're gonna end up beating me. At least I'm gonna beat Clayton. Maybe. That's all I'm saying. I might yeah. beat Clayton. That that will be the only person in this building that I beat. It, it was fun that first weekend. I'll put it that way. I, I bet. <laughs> I bet it was. Uh, JP buckets still got Gonzaga available. He's sitting at twenty eighth. Um. Moe's got three of his four. Did you get any last night? No. No, the good news is I've got two of my final four. The bad news is I don't have either of them in the finals. Yeah, that's... I've got... No, wait a minute. I've got... Um, yeah, yeah. I've got Gonzaga. I had Florida State. I had oh, Arkansas. Arkansas. And, and I've got Houston. But I had, um, I had Florida State, Arkansas in the finals. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, that didn't work out so well. Yeah, it didn't work out so well last night. Baylor an eighty-one seventy-two winner over Arkansas, and Houston a sixty-seven sixty-one winner over Oregon State. Oregon State, the fact that they were in the game and that you got to give it up. Oh yeah, to that team. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, coming in as a twelve seed, they really played their fannies off for the last um, week and a half. It and, almost makes you feel better. As a Tennessee yeah. basketball fan. Yeah, it probably would have made you feel a lot better had they won this one game. But, but yeah, it's it's got to take some of the sting away. Uh, some of the sting from, <laughs> from, from Jalen Springer announcing yesterday that he's declaring for the draft and will sign with an agent as well, I guess. Eh, I, I think we ex- that was yeah, we kind of expected that. And, and, and I guess at this point we're just kind of waiting on Keon, Keon Johnson. I'm hoping yeah. that he sticks around for a year. Um just because I don't I don't know what the draft class is like. Yeah. Well, and and it's going to be 
again with the pandemic and everything, I think it's going to be a little crazy. So you know, his bit it's it might be good for him to come back. But, uh, that's what I was thinking. You know. It might be in his best interest. It may behoove him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arkansas. I had said yesterday. After watching Baylor over the weekend, Arkansas is not going to be Baylor. I had just conceded that one. And for a while last night, it looked that way. I mean, I looked up at one point, and it was 15-3 Baylor, and it kind of felt like a matter of how bad is this going to get. But um, they battled back, and I think they got it down to like four at one point before finally – what was the final, 81-72? Yes. So, yeah, they – they gave themselves a chance. They just couldn't quite get over the hump. Baylor looks really good. And, you know, looking at my timeline on Twitter after the game, it, it's going to be an interesting week with Baylor advancing to the Final Four for the first time since 1950 and with all of the, you know, the controversy about what went on with that program with Dave Bliss back in the – you know, early to mid-2000s and everything that went on there. I'm, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about that. I, I don't know what a program is supposed to do in the aftermath of that other than rebuild as they did and try to distance yourself from that. How long do you have to wear that scarlet letter and – if you're not familiar with Baylor's basketball woes from about 15 years or so ago, Google it. They had a lot going on. Um, yeah. Baylor being in the final four, I think is a, is, is a solid story. I think it's a, it's a good story. Glad. Uh, it's a solid story. There are those that would tell you it is not a good story. Well, I mean, it that just they have depends. no business being there, you know, a la like or Roberts. Roberts. Yeah, yeah. I anyway, private uh, Christian school here, kid here. So <laughs> also, also private entity, um, political mindset. So mm-hmm. there's that. Anyway, um, yeah, Houston. Back since first time since eighty four, when they went three years in a row, I did not realize that until they were talking about it late in that game last night. Eighty two, eighty three, eighty four. I remember the eighty three team obviously losing North Carolina State um, out in Albuquerque in the championship game, but I forgot that they were in the final four in eighty two and eighty four as well. I, I guess because. I was a high school senior in 82, and I kind of had some other things going on. So. Yeah. But, uh, Mine was elsewhere. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that this team made the the Final Four. After watching that Memphis game, I, I thought, this team doesn't really impress me a whole lot. But. Well, they were saying that Houston is the first team to not have beaten a single digit single seed. digit seed. And so you know, I don't I don't want to take anything away from them necessarily, but they did not have the path that they did not have a typical path to the final four. So, that's 
Yes, that's correct. Now, now the, the converse, you know, the flip side of that is all you can do is play the people they put in front of you. And so. and, and they didn't have any – they had nothing to do with the scheduling or anybody who, who got beat. So yeah. So. They've beaten everybody they've played, and that's what you got to do. <laughs> that's all that matters. Um, Chad Hall sits in second place in our bracket challenge he still has all well, he's a coach he also has all four of his final four <laughs> gonzaga michigan baylor houston so jeez wow. that's, that's solid that's solid uh scott beasley who is in the 99.9th percentile of, wow. of espn brackets okay uh he's ranked 17 in the 17 thousandths uh currently but does not have all four of his final four. Oh wow! Who does he uh, not he have? He does not have Texas. Oh, he has Texas. He but had Texas. Isn't he there. had Texas in the final four, and oh. had he had he at least just not picked him to go to the elite eight. That's in, that's he'd probably be in the ten thousand. Uh, but that's that's pretty good. I mean that that's solid. He he currently leads the bracket challenge. Um, has seven hundred and eighty points right now. 1,500 is his max available. Uh, Chad Hall with 1,460 max available. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, again, first prize gets a $100 gift card to Amigos Mexican Grill. And our friends down in Spring Hill, Lewisburg, and Chapel Hill at Amigos Mexican Grill. Amigos Mexican Grill, sh.com. For more information, menu, and catering options, you definitely want to go see those folks for delicious Mexican cuisine. You can also order online. And you can order online. That's right. Uh, second place gets a $50 gift card. So, either way. So <laughs> Chad so. said, boom, how'd that happen, though? Well, that's a great question. Uh, we don't know how you came up with. Superior coaching, apparently. So, we're going to be hitting both Scott and Chad up. For lunch, for free with, lunch. Their, with, their, with their gift cards, <laughs> they don't they don't know that yet. But um, yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, let me just say this as we talk about the NCAA tournament. Um, I've noticed, and I know that I know that ESPN is broadcasting the women's tournament, but they have really the the women's tournament has been fantastic. By the way. I'll, a when you've of, seen it. A lot of really good basketball games have been played in this tournament. Not happy with the final few seconds of that UConn-Baylor game last night. Well, I can't imagine that you would be upset by that. No? Hey, I didn't get thrown out of any games last night. All I'm saying is that I understand. I get it. Um, you know, it was a terrible no-call. I mean, you can't just let – someone do that um well you you've been an official you are an official um one of the things that people say is officials shouldn't you know determine the outcome in the final seconds like that my thing is when you don't blow the whistle on on that play where a young lady gets fouled twice you've affected you've affected the outcome a lot of people misconstrue that by let them play mm-hmm. let, and and, let and whatever happens, happens happens much like the uh the Seattle Seahawks 
Green Bay Packers Hail Mary situation. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that. Like, I, but you can't just let a girl get hit in the face and and on just the be arm. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. And of course, Gino in to prime Gino, Gino form. Yeah. Yeah. Taking shots at LeBron after the game. So. Just coach you, team. ESPN has done a really good job of keeping me updated through the app and through push notifications of what's going on. So I've been able to, oh, this looks like a really good game. I'm going to go, you know, take a gander. Mm-hmm. Um, my bracket's not doing so well, though. Join the club. Well, my, my bracket, <laughs> my, my women's bracket, mm-hmm. I have one Final Four team left, and it's South Carolina. There you go. Of yep. course, I had all four SEC teams I had Texas A&M, Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina. None of which uh, even made the Sweet 16. Wait a minute. You had who again? <laughs> Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, and A&M. None of those three teams made the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. So it just goes to show that. Okay, so I can't see my bracket. Your women's bracket? Yeah, because I'm not in a group, I guess. I don't know. I'm. That's a good question. I'm a little I'm I'm a little technologically challenged, just in case y'all hadn't figured that out. But um I think I had South Carolina, Texas A and M, um I had Louisville and I can't remember who my fourth was. It was another SEC team though, I think. So maybe Tennessee. Probably Tennessee. Well, it's unfortunate that uh the SEC has not done as well as I'd hoped. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. I do have South Carolina as my champion, though. I had Tennessee over Georgia. South Carolina losing in the Final Four. Yeah. No good. No no bueno. Did not work out for me. No bueno, because no it's bueno. Ami- Amigos Mexican girl. That's funny. You, <laughs> you caught that. <laughs> you caught that. Good um, job. Yeah. I'm interested to see tonight's games. I think uh, – I think Gonzaga has to be feeling pretty confident uh, having to, having to take on USC, but boy, I would USC UCLA in the final four against each other. Come on. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the PAC 12, but man, this just the fact that, that it's a possibility USC UCLA, man, that's, that would be like Alabama Auburn playing in the Final Four. That's cool. I'm here for that. I, and anybody that beats Michigan, I'm okay with. Sorry, Terry. <laughs> He's a little busy right now. Would, so. would just, make things interesting in L.A. with the beginning of baseball season with the Dodgers and the Angels. I wonder what the L.A. Times would you know do with that. They're not used to paying attention to college basketball. This Outside light. of UCLA, yeah. Well, this light. I mean, that's the. I, I know what I would do, but I mean, you got the defending world champs. That's tough, man. Boo. That's that. That's a really good question. As a former sports editor, what would you do? What would you? What would be above the fold tomorrow? 
Ooh. Or not tomorrow because it's going to be UCLA USC. What would be above the fold on opening day, which is what the third? No, it's before then. It's when it's Thursday, isn't it? Thursday, yeah. Um, Just before the final four. I think you go. I think you go verts. It'd be wild. Wouldn't and get it? them both up there. You you've got to have some kind of presence. I mean, again, you've got the defending world champions. What's your main art? Mm. We're talking in, yeah, industry terms here. The big picture on the front. What's that's the big picture on the front? I think the big picture on the front probably has to be either USC or UCLA, depending on who wins. I mean, if not, but if both if both win, oh, then then the Dodgers are bumped. I think so. I mean, they've got the def- 162 chances for the Dodgers. Yeah, <laughs> and they are the defending world champions, so they got their run back in October, November. Yeah, you, you, you've got to, um, you've got to give UCLA and USC their juice if it were to go that way. So, I say early season versus championship. You know that that's uh, yeah, you know, your exactly. There is, is, is what's going on right now. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Something to keep an eye on. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. You Chad Hall, USC UCLA is bad for ratings. And I would not disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would not disagree at all. I would love to see Gonzaga and UCLA. I think kind of new blood versus blue blood. Mm, look at you. My headline. Uh, <laughs> you with the big brain over there. <laughs> I, I think that would be a, a much cooler storyline i tell you what we're copywriting that headline right now <laughs> so um if anybody tries to use it they got that make your checks you out to southern middle tennessee sports you've also got the you know if ucla and usc both make it then you've got california versus texas in Ooh, that setup that's, so <laughs> right because you got baylor houston in that other game yeah. so ooh, that that one also makes yeah. some interesting storylines. Absolutely. Okay. Interesting stuff. Let's let's do it. That's why I think this Final Four is going to be a lot of fun. No matter what happens, I think you know, you're know you going to see some well, and great no ma- storylines. Well, no matter what happens, Gonzaga is going to be probably the most storied program there. Well, UCLA. If UCLA wins, they're, they're but but how long has it been since they've been? Yeah, but storied. Well, yeah, you're right. It just depends on your definition of that. Yeah. Uh, recent memory, though. Yeah, I think I think you, Gonzaga would be the 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 new blood, the the team that has the most experience in that situation in, yeah. in this millennium. Anyway. Right. Yeah. So, all right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk to the Vot. Mike Keith joins us on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. 
When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yamo Patton, Coach Mike, in the house. Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on this Tuesday as we get ready to continue talking about uh, local sports and the teams that you care about. Um, if you're listening on WKOM, we appreciate it. WZYX down in Franklin County. Thank you for joining us and on Facebook as well. Facebook live. If you are not watching on Facebook live, you don't have Facebook. That's okay. Go to our website, sm-tnsports.com. That's all available there for you to watch live and in person. We are, I don't know why you would want to see our faces, but it's okay. If you do, you can. That's all we're saying. <laughs> this makes it a little easier. you got to turn the radio on. Or you can just turn your computer up and then move about. You can just listen. You don't have to look at us. As Chris said, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. As long as you're listening. That's right. As long as you're listening. If you missed any part of today's show, the podcast is available also at the website, sm-tnsports.com. Podcast tab is available the Hour 2 podcast by itself, the Prep Sports Hour in the first hour, also available by itself, and the Special Guest Podcast. If you just want to hear Mike Keith, you can, because we're going to bring him on to the show right now. On the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, joining us is the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith. Mike, welcome into the show. Thanks for uh, coming on. Chris, Mo, it's great to be with you. we got to fix this intro, though. <laughs> What's happening? Well, Voice of the Titans... And 2021 Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee, Mike Keith. Can't beat that. So we we just want to be accurate in our our introduction of the VOT. Or just rub it in is what you're saying. No, no, man. No, not giving you the business, giving you your props, man. Congratulations. I was... um, as as a fellow Franklin resident, I was really proud to see this for you. Um, just Thank you. Um, this this man said so. We're not going to talk about defensive backs today. <laughs> <laughs> he was very upset. Yeah, well, he was still, ready to talk about he he yeah. was he was ready to talk about defensive backs because he does his homework, you know. So they they in in Brad Willis's never ending attempt to really get you guys he really got you i mean charles davis and you were were set up to talk about 
defensive backs heading into the draft. Is that is that well, what the setup was? Well, see, that, I mean, let's take the back story all the way because so Charles and I go back thirty five years, mm-hmm. and Charles has gone on to become this big dog nationally, and he works with us. One of the things we worked really hard on was to get Charles to do our preseason games because we thought getting Dan Haley and Charles Davis would make us look big time because a lot of teams do that. You know, they use national guys, but here are two national guys who are Tennessee graduates. I didn't realize Dan Haley was a Tennessee graduate. Dan Haley's a Tennessee graduate. That's right. Okay. So, so you're saying, okay, this is really super. And so we get this done. And, it, you know, and now we have this relationship with Charles on a professional level to where we do use him for a few things. But my big thing, Mo, is I just don't want to waste his time because he's so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's Madden and he's Sirius XM NFL Radio and he's CBS and he's NFL Network and – I mean, all this stuff. And so we put together this feature as a demo. And so I took like three hours to write everything and send everything. And I'm thinking I'm coordinating, coordinating everybody, which I'm not. I'm being, I'm being absolutely hosed in this whole thing. And I don't have any idea. And, and so when they bring Eddie George on, I'm just, and you could see it in my face. I'm thinking, Eddie George doesn't know Jack about defensive backs in this draft. I'm thinking this is some guy in our office who just thinks, hey, let's put Eddie George on here because he's famous. I love Eddie George. I get his appeal. I, you know, there's no question. But I'm thinking, okay, this is some millennial who just thinks it would be a great idea to have Eddie George on this feature because Charles Davis is not big enough. So I don't even hear anything Eddie George says for the first 30 seconds, because there's all this stuff rattling around in my mind. What are we doing is basically the clean version of it. And (laughs) and then he started talking about the Tennessee sports hall of fame. And I'm like, what? And, And that was that. So I've watched Brad Willis since he came on the job get, about 20 people and, <laughs> and you and were 21 most, huh i'm the most got of all of them yes if you got to get got though that's not bad yeah i mean it, getting good news is i i don't think anybody's ever going to be too troubled to get good news if you are you you know you're sucking on a lemon all the time and you need to get a life so uh yeah i but yeah, they still had some fun with it, you know, and now they're having to tell me, like I did a fan thing yesterday. We called it a Titans huddle with our season ticket members. And when I walked in the studio, the producer immediately said, now this is a real thing. We're not just getting you here. We're really going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause now, now they always have to clarify it, I guess. Wait a minute. Clarify, are, are, are you getting me again or what? What's, what's up do here? I wanna, do I want to prepare for this or do I just want to know you're going to stick? You know, that's the whole thing, but no, it's, it was a lot of fun and to have family and friends there and, my Titans radio family and to have Eddie do it, you know, because 
Eddie is Mr. Titan. I mean, it's just so special. And I mean, you know this, I'm from here and uh, the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame means a lot to me because I think it's an important part of what sports sort of represents in our culture. I mean, sports has been a very important part of, of a lot of things in our state, a lot of more important things than just a, a score or a ball game. Um, it's, it has, it has brought a lot of people together for a long time. And I just think the, the overwhelming part of it is it is a fabric of our culture overall, whatever sports you're talking about, uh, you know, athletics and the gathering and the following and the enjoying and the bringing together. And so I've been involved with the Tennessee sports hall of fame for over 20 years. And to now, you know, be a part of it is just beyond my wildest dreams. It was announced, I think, on Saturday that David Poole, general manager of the Nashville Predators, will also be in this induction class. He is the 11th announced inductee. Um, you two will join, among others, a, a trio of former Tennessee, former University of Tennessee athletic standouts, um, Bill Bates, Reggie Johnson, and Todd Helton. And I know that um, you and Todd – in particular, we're, we're on campus at roughly the same time. So I would imagine that kind of makes it even more special for you. Todd is like an Eddie George or Steve McNair or Chris Johnson or Derek Henry or Javon Curse in my life. Because when you get to call these great, exciting players, they, they make you as an announcer because they give you these moments that are just fantastic. I mean, Todd Helton was a college baseball player of the year at 95 and I had him for three years and I knew him well because I covered him in high school at central high school too. And, and like you, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in preps and so to carry that relationship on to, to UT baseball and to have UT baseball blossom while he was there. Um, it was, it was an incredibly special time. And, and I mean, honestly, I don't have this job today if it wasn't for him and that experience because that was the majority of where my play-by-play experience came before I got this job. I had done football and I'd done basketball, but the biggest level where I got work on a, on a you know, scale where people noticed is when Tennessee baseball exploded. I, I've often told them, um, younger people that my play-by-play experience came via two two rules rule one does john ward not want to do it and rule two does bob kessling not want to do it if if the two of them didn't want to do it or weren't available i was number three and uh so being the third choice wasn't all bad when it came to ut baseball but without todd helton it doesn't I don't think anything happens for me as far as a play-by-play announcer. I really don't. I mean, he he had these dramatic moments. And, I mean, you could set it up. You know, he's going to the plate, two on, two out, bottom of the ninth, you know, down by two runs. And you're setting up, you know, does he hit a home run right here? And then he hits a home run. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> You're, you know you're not good. You know you're lucky. So you just take it. You're like, thank you. Appreciate you. Well, you know, 
being lucky is great, but you still got to be able to take advantage of it, just like the three hours that you put in getting ready for that defensive backs <laughs> thing that that didn't hey, come off. That would off. still be a great feature, hey, Mo. Uh, that would still be a great feature. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want to interject because the Hall of Famers are talking. But. Oh, I know. Mo Patton was a Hall of Famer long before me. Are you kidding? Only only eleven, ten, ten or eleven months. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but I do want to ask about those defensive backs because let's yeah. let's give you a chance to at least use what you what you prepared for. Is there anybody in this draft that the Titans need to be looking for? There's a lot of somebody, and that's the great news because this is this draft is full of. Defensive backs, all shapes and sizes, corners, nickels, safeties, big safeties that can play linebacker, speed corners, corners with length. I mean, you've got everything that you could possibly want. This draft is, Chris, I, I think, full of wide receivers. It's a better overall wide receiver draft than last year. And this draft is full of offensive tackles and guards. But many of the of the offensive tackles will also become good guards in the pros. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the Titans' very specific needs are met by what this draft has. So let's say you stay at 22, okay? Let's say you're picking at 22, and there is a player on the board you just cannot pass up. You say, we're just not going to be able to get a player like this next year who is – a wide receiver. Well, you can grab it. Um, maybe your top corner is still on the board. You can grab it. Uh, maybe an edge rusher with great potential is there. You can grab it. I don't think you're taking a running back, okay? I don't think you're taking a quarterback. But I think anything else is is basically on the board. And that part of it, you know, Gentry Estes wrote a piece about what if Devontae Smith starts falling because of his size could you pick him there based on the fact that you say oh no if we don't take this corner then we're not going to get one the answer is you're going to be able to get one so you can you can grab somebody that you otherwise couldn't get that's why the first round pick I think could come from a lot of positions And that makes you dangerous if you're the Titans because other teams don't know what you're going to do. That's where you want to be in the first round. You don't want other teams to know what you're going to do. You don't because then they then they deal with you. You don't want to have you 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 don't want people to know what you're going to do, but you also don't want to have so many holes that people don't know what you're going to (laughs) do. So there's that. It's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah, it it is, but I think at this point, Chris, um, it's a because of the salary cap this year mm-hmm. and the lack of money in the market. I think a lot of teams are going to be in that place. I mean, if you look at the sixty-five players on our roster right now, I mean, we, I mean, we don't have enough corners, we don't have enough receivers, we don't have enough depth in the offensive line. But but everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, virtually every team is in that position. So the the neediness that's there in this draft is so common, it's not going to hurt you as it might in another year. Now, what what you're, what you're going to see, I mean, the free agent signings have almost completely come to a stop. Mm-hmm. 
and that's because there's no money in the market. So I think you will see a trickle of free agent signings between now and the draft in 30 days. And then you'll see the draft, and then you'll see teams cut a bunch of guys because they got what they needed in the draft, and then they will free up money to go back into free agency for some of those veterans in May. It's it's an incredibly unusual flow to the year because we're technically 13 days into free agency, and it is virtually stopped. We are speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with the VOT, the voice of the Titans, 2021 Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee Mike Keith. Um, Mike, when you talk about being able to fill holes with the draft, theoretically that sounds great Mm -hmm. until you pick an Isaiah Wilson. I mean, how does that impact the Titans – going forward with that thought process i mean do you do you do you say whoa hold up we can't necessarily count on these guys no matter how much due diligence we do how does that pick impact their mindset going forward i don't think it impacts their mindset any from the standpoint that they have a formula they have a method and they're going to work the formula and the method and they're going to stick with it the same way they got Derrick Henry in the second round. Well, I mean, Derrick Henry might be a hall of famer and there were 44 players picked before him. You know, you know, they got Ryan Tannehill in exchange for a fourth round pick. That's pretty good. I mean, that that worked. Um, the, The Isaiah Wilson thing was a bad miss. And I think it does, to your question, Mo, what it, what it does is it makes you look at every part of your process. I think the on-campus visits are so more important than what anybody realized for, you know, some, I, I, certainly the people who do it for a living realize it. But I think those of us on the outside realize it now. Hmm. Because when you go and do the on-campus visits, which did not happen last year because of when COVID hit. So you walk in a building at a university, and you've covered it. You know how it works. And those scouts are around, and the scout knows the recruiting secretary. And the scout knows the person in the film office. And the scout knows the folks in the cafeteria. And the scout knows an associate AD who's around the football program. Those people tell them stuff that don't show up in the Mel Kuyper report. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They say, they'll say, hey, what about this Wilson cat? And you'll get intel like, well, you know, he's a bit squirrely or he's this or, you know. Or even if they don't say it, you can just kind of see their face when you ask them and the expression. uh, Yeah, well, I talked about last week on the OTP, the official Titans podcast. When I covered Tennessee, I would stand at the pro days just watching, and there would be scouts who I knew, and they would say, how is so-and-so to deal with? Hmm. And they knew I would tell them because there was nothing in it for me. You know, sometimes coaches don't know everything that goes on with their players mm. because they're busy. They're busy coaching. coaching. They're busy recruiting the next set of guys. But 
the people who work in the buildings know how people really are. And they also know who they're hanging around with. They know what's going on that, that maybe doesn't show up when everybody's on their best behavior when they're in a team meeting. And those are the sorts of things that I think I think it's a big reason why even with limited numbers at the pro days, John Robinson is going out himself to investigate more and more of this. Um, you know, it's tough. I mean, the Isaiah Wilson thing, it, it's crushing for a lot of reasons because, I mean, by all rights, he ought to be our right tackle right now. You know, last year was going to be a redshirt year for him. We knew that. But at some point, we thought he'd be, he would be ready to take over. So that's a hold. Now, fortunately, we didn't invest the fifth pick in him. And fortunately, we didn't invest $40 million in him. And the other thing, too, is they didn't invest any more time in him. Mm-hmm. When they realized that he was not going to be a professional, that he was going to act like you know he was 16 years old, they cut him. That's what a good football team does. You say goodbye to your mistakes, and it was a mistake. Let's face it, uh, and it happens. So it's not the first time. It's, over. it's not the yeah. last time, and and it's over exactly. So we can finally be done with Isaiah Wilson. Thank goodness. Much necessary. Oh, uh, Mike Keith, the Vot, twenty twenty one Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame inductee. Really appreciate you deigning to spend some time with us this morning. Stop. <laughs> The only problem I have right now, I have two. I have Mo making fun of me, and they're getting ready to deliver my mower, and my dogs are going to go crazy. So I, I'm fearing that. Well, I got to get my mower back, guys. Uh, you know that's my, only, that's my, only, that's the biggest problem I have going right now. Being on with you is a good thing. Well, man, we we appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Outline. We're going to let you get out and deal with that yard, and um, we will catch up with you soon. I look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. All right, we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint with the top five movie sequels of all time. Stick around. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, uh, Coach Mike. See, I did it. You jinxed yourself. I did. I did. I jinxed myself. It's all right. Um, excited to bring you this Top 5 segment on Top 5 Tuesday, presented by Mid-South 5 Fitness. Two great locations, one in Columbia, one in Franklin, and keeping you in shape. Nobody does it better than Thalia Steel. Steelathletes.com, S-T-E-E-L, athletes.com. Make sure to visit him and take advantage of his expertise. 
the only person with expertise involved in this because <laughs> we will not have any. <laughs> None. Uh, this is the best. The, my, my top five movie sequels. Uh, we came up with this after Coming to America was released uh, about a month ago. I have an honorable mention. My honorable mention, if I didn't mention this, I, my dad would probably kick me because I watched this movie a gazillion times. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze. Uh, love that movie. One of the jokes. So, yeah. All righty then. Um, I am not a big movie guy, and yeah. my list will indicate that. But um, my number five best movie sequels is Beauty Shop. Oh, that's a good one. The sequel to Barbershop. Barbershop well, 2 was okay, but Beauty Shop was better. Yeah. Well, anything Queen Latifah. Yeah, she's great. Including The Equalizer, by the way. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. you got to. It's great. Yeah, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of like Mo. I don't watch a whole lot of movies if they weren't uh, football films while I was coaching and stuff like that. So, But my number five, uh, and you all will see a, a theme in this, is kind of science fiction type. Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. That, the, one of the one of the most famous dying scenes yeah. in, in all of history, and then of course the big scream of "Con" by yeah. by Kirk. That's that 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 makes the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> My number five, the sequel to The Hustler, twenty five years later, is Color The Color of Money. Money. It's a good okay. one. That's a okay. great movie. <laughs> all right. well, you, Paul Newman and Tom Cruise. Paul Newman, baby. I mean, love him. Yeah. My number four is Lethal Weapon Two. That's <laughs> it. That there you go. <laughs> Um, That's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, the, the chemistry between Mel Gibson and Danny Glover was, was really fun to watch. Yep. And diplomatic immunity <laughs> <laughs> has been revoked. You know? Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Yeah, my number four was Allegiant from the Divergent series. And I think a lot of that just came back from uh, a lot of the high school kids I had to deal with. And they kind of liked that. It, you know, kind of got me to watch it and pay attention to it. Uh, just the development of that dystopian idea that the outliers are really the ones that they really wanted to pay attention to. That's and right. So. Uh, my number four is D2, The Mighty Ducks. I know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really young here. Um, but D2, The Mighty Ducks is the one of the best sequels. to. It's way better than the original. Oh, wow. To me. Okay. Uh, I do want to mention the Lethal Weapon uh, Lethal Weapon 3 has one of my favorite lines in it ever, and it's, uh, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. If you cannot afford an attorney, we will provide you with the dumbest on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, number uh, three. My number three, um, and speaking of themes here, uh, my number three is Beverly Hills Cop 2. <laughs> There's a theme there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like Beverly Hills Cop too. That's no, good. I, I like Eddie Murphy and all, I, and Judge Ron Holt. Quietly, a great sidekick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, my number three again from the dystopian views and stuff like that. Catching Fire from the Hunger Games. Uh, felt like there's a couple of times I won my contest. Why do I have to do this again? <laughs> and yet they come yep. back and win it again. There you go. Um. My number three is Rocky Four. I will break you. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan Drago. And uh, a quarterback for the for the Still Dogs, Roger Lynn, looks identical 
Oh, God. To Ivan Drago. We actually called him Drago. Drago. There you go. My number two. 48 hours two. Okay, themes. I, t- I told you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm an, I'm a, well, action, action movies guy. But, um, again, the, the, um, the Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy. They're good. Yeah. And we talked about that one before. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. My number two is, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Good one. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny when Indiana Jones becomes the only one pure enough to go in and get the, uh, the Holy Grail, and, you know, with all the other stuff he's been doing. Especially, so it's kind of an irony in that in that regard. Especially considering that in the original Indiana Jones movie, Indiana Jones is useless. Everything yeah. that would have happened would have happened anyway, whether Indiana Jones was in the movie or not. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that is pretty funny and ironic. <laughs> um, my number two, The Godfather 2. That is classic. So at least I got out of my... Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you got out of your Disney. You got out of your childhood stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it. The Godfather, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little different from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for sure. All right. Number Uh, one, Mo. My my number one, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, that's a good one. Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Great stuff. Number one, for me, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. The, the famous, is that episode five? You know, uh, yeah, the, the the Empire, the the Star Wars series. It's kind of weird that the early ones are more technologically advanced than the middle ones. You know, if you watch the prequel prequels and stuff like that. But just the, you know, again, the, one of the more famous quotes: "I am your father." That's right, and that's it, come back to haunt a few people, no doubt. <laughs> um, uh, my number one. I, I didn't even realize this was a sequel the first time I watched it. Because it was so good, I thought this has to be, this has to be the greatest movie ever made. And at the time, I literally thought it was the best movie ever made. So of course, I think it's the best sequel. And it's better than the original. Then I take it, The Dark Knight. That was in consideration for a little that, bit. That yeah. to me was the best movie, much less best sequel. So it had to be number one. There you go. That's that. There it is. That's that's it. So make sure to vote on the poll. It'll be on Twitter in just a moment. Uh, retweet, vote, comment, like, everything. Uh, you can win some Patio West bucks. There we go. All right. If you missed any part of today's show, check it out on the podcast. It's available at sm-tnsports.com. Uh, the schedule is on the website, on the schedule tab. It is updated with the correct times that we know of. If there ha- if you have any updates to the schedule, let us know. We'll be happy to update you uh, with that. And um, and please encourage your coaches to send us their results yes. at sports at sm-tnsports.com because we would love to get them on the website and mention them on the show. That's correct. All right. We'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. on WKOM and on Facebook Live. Appreciate you guys down at WZYX for hanging out with us today. We hope to get back with you, and don't forget, we'll be back on Thursday. So, for Coach Mike and Maurice Patton, I'm Chris Yow, saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. Cool